When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the movie trivia showdown for this epic round two matchup of the ultimate showdown singles tournament. Alongside the great Jen Sturger, I am merely Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. And Jen, today, what a matchup we have. Jader the Hurricane Paramo versus the man known as Tom. Maybe he isn't even a man. Maybe he's a mystery, an enigma. I'm not sure what to make of him. Thus, I'm not sure what to make of this matchup. How about you? Hey, look, all great legends can just go by one name, right? So Tom may be just setting us up for the greatness that is him. But what about Jader? Because we saw him get picked out of the crowd in Orlando, and now he's here. He's in the singles tournament and making an absolute run for it. So I cannot wait to see what happens next. And neither can my cat. (laughs) We got cats. We hope we have an appearance from Kevin the Wonder Dog, Molly's soon-to-be boyfriend here any minute now. But when we look at that Orlando evening, there was magic in the air for Jader Paramo because since then, he has gone on to boast a 2-0 record. He won his first-round match, obviously, and he's got another win under his belt this season. So while he may not be a front-runner for Rookie of the Year, if he keeps winning, Jen, and he, and he beats a force like Tom, because whatever you want to say about Tom, whatever phylum you want to classify him as, he knows a lot about – I don't know if he watches the movies. He knows a lot about the <laughs> They are in, and he is a force to be feared in this tournament. Tom's just one of those forces that's absolutely there to be. I mean, you have to reckon with him, and he has these this capacity to pull out these deep pulls that someone of his age. I mean, we don't know how old he actually is, but his appearing age would be. He shouldn't know those things. Like he has to be preparing for these matches, in my opinion. Well, if we want to take it to the Disney route and they own everything, right? You would have Jader as the Cinderella story. You'd have Jader uh, trying to keep on that glass slipper and trying to stave off midnight as long as possible. With Tom, we don't know what sort of Disney character he could be. He could turn into the Maleficent dragon at the end of Sleeping Beauty. He could just be one of the fairy godmothers. But we know either way, it's going to be a matchup for the ages. And the winner, 
gets to go to the Elite Eight. But we're not done with the conversation just yet, Jen, because their factions have been a-talking. You have Ken Knapsack taking over for the Burning Droogs for the rest of this season, going up against the Den, which features Kate Mulligan and Grace Hancock. So you have Elias, you have Knapsack, you have Mulligan with her great accent. What do you make of the managerial war of words that we've seen so far this week? I don't think we're going to be able to get two words in edgewise, Mark, if if this is any indication. (laughs) Well, before we welcome the managers in, as always, the great Eric Nerd Chronic put together a stellar promo. If you're not already hyped up for this match, just wait. Big start here, beating someone like Vaveda. That is, uh, that's an impressive, impressive win. As you now find yourself two and zero, you got either Tim Franco or Tom. Do you have a preference? Regardless, I got to face them, right? So whoever, come whatever may. Are we friends, Jader? Well, hello, Schmodam friends. Uh, you ready for some inspiring words? Well, here's some inspiring words. I just got my Schmodown paycheck. All right. We eat tonight. Ah, she looks good today. <laughs> oh, it's that. Okay. Okay. This is Tom. You want to talk about character and knowledge all in one package? This was a textbook display of how to do it for this particular character. He's a force. He's still a force, man. Don't let that Tom and Paul ma- uh, match from earlier this season fool you. The man is still a force. Before I was part of the movie trivia showdown, I remember the introduction with, you know, the Looney Bin. And I thought to myself, why are they having a Halloween episode played in July? Let's talk about Jada Pramel going up against Tap. Listen, I think we all know how this one's going to end. Tom winning, Jada losing, and crying. There's one that cries a lot, right? I don't know. I'm not going to fact check that. Here you got Jada the Hurricane Parama seeking glory, seeking the next step forward in his journey. And I'm here to support him and I believe in him. I'm fully in the corner of Jada Paramo. But at the same token, I got nothing against Tom. I actually like Tom. I think Tom's entertaining. I think Tom's really smart. Jader, your name sounds like space. I want to be friends like Scott Wolf. I'm a big fan of Weird. Uh, he's definitely an oddball. But we all know in this tournament, oddballs can't be underestimated. Can we be friends? Look at this. You, your time is up. It's going to take a while, but your time is up. We're here fighting, not with the fans, but we're here fighting with their lowered expectations. I've got my eye on the prize, and like the eye of the hurricane, I'm calm. All I see now is getting around three. You have to tell me if you're from space. Those are the rules of space. The den is about to see another dead body.
right, well, Jen, you said it. I don't think that we would have gotten a word in edgewise in that promo, and we'll see once we bring the managers in. But before we bring anyone else in, just want to get your last thoughts because I was watching you and Brad Gilmore on the Monday show talk about just what this match could mean to both parties and not just the individuals who are trying to make a run to the Final Four and maybe win the tournament. It's also the factions and how important this win would be in the standings for both. I think that this is one of those matches that's going to really determine where these teams end up, just because the further, obviously, you get in the tournament, the more points you're going to rack up. It's just common sense math. And I'm not that great at it, but I can even I can put that together. Oh, yeah, my God. I my there would be no math, but I will tell you that neither one of these factions is going to be hitting those Finstock exchange, the corruption numbers just yet. But we see a thriving middle class here in the faction standings. And I think that maybe somebody else could get on a run, like what the Quirky Mercs have done recently, what, what Team Swag has done in recent tournaments, and get hot when they need it the most. Well, now it is time to welcome in the managerial representatives of each faction that is Ken Knapsack, and we have Kate Mulligan and Grace Hancock. So, welcome in. Kate, uh, you look a little confused. Is everything okay? Oh, no, this is just my resting face. All right, good to go. And then, Grace, <laughs> we'll stick with the den here for a second before Jen talks to Ken. Uh, what do you make of the managing style that you need to employ with Tom? Because you got to think it's different than anyone else in your faction, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the great thing about Tom is that he's hardly living on the physical plane. So he doesn't get nervous. He doesn't deal with a lot of things that a lot of the other players might deal with. And also, I mean, there's nothing terrifying about a pink hoodie. So we're just resting pretty easy today, Mark. Jen, she mentioned the pink hoodie. And uh, I know that that's going to fuel Ken's fire a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. Ken, how are you doing over there? How are you feeling going into this batch? Well, hello, Jennifer. It's good to see you again. Good to have you on here with the airwaves. Look, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say to uh, Grace uh, about my pink hoodie. She picked it out from that TJ Max. Uh, K-Fave, guys. K-Fave. And I, uh, I adore Kate. Uh, I know Kate. Before Grace came into my life, I used to troll PTA meetings looking for soccer moms who wanted to try a different snack at halftime at the soccer game. All right? I know Kate. I know her well. I know I, how I can get inside her head and take her out of this game as, as far as a factor is. Uh, but we're not looking about all that stuff. You could throw all the slings and arrows at me, an interim coach. By the way, the best interim coach since Wayne Fonts in 1988 for the Detroit Lions, all right? And that worked out four seasons later. So I'm happy to be here. All right, I was going to go uh, Terry Rubisky with a 2-1 and one record with my Washington team. But, Ken, this would be a huge win for the Burning Droogs, who needs someone to get into that Final Four and maybe even the championship matchup. Do you think Jader has the goods? Is he ready at this young age in his career? I wouldn't be wearing the pink hoodie if I didn't believe Jader was worth it. All right, this is a game day hoodie plucked from obscurity in a humid crowd in Orlando and now thrust into the spotlight. I am so proud of what he's done already, and we absolutely are uh, confident he'll move forward. But here's the thing. We have respect for Tom. You have to have respect for Tom. I respect anyone who is probably a vampire 
and has probably murdered cats behind an alley, but I also respect him as a writer. I respect him as a trivia competitor. We want the best to prove we're the best, and we're excited to be here today. A lot of people, obviously, they associate Tom with how he came into the league with Video Drew. How do you intend to kind of help guide him through this match and get him ready to essentially take on Jader? Because like I said, a lot of us associate him and his success previously with Video Drew. So it's like, how have you been able to form that relationship with him where he trusts your decisions in these type of situations? Honest to God, I don't know if he does trust me. Uh, we've we've spoken very few words, but we've got a plan for this particular match. Okay, first of all, I think Tom's a star on his own, so that's that's a of all. Okay, now B of all, uh, you know, he we know that Tom he can you know he can sort of go off. You know, we don't even know whose house he's filming from ever. So we we come up with a, a list of catchphrases today. The, setting off the fireworks last time didn't go well in my house. So we've got some some catchphrases we think we're going to be able to get his attention. You know, for example, uh, a ghost, uh, a roadkill, uh, ghost roadkill. You know, something like that, and he'll he'll be able to focus right in. So that's our plan for today. All right, seems like a interesting well thought out if nothing else strategy well we bid adieu to the managers for now but we'll be hearing from them during the matches as they come in between rounds to coach their players a little bit more jen i I can tell you from experience that when you announce either a video drew match or a tom match or them together last season you never know what to expect you prepare as best you can but at the end of the day you just buckle your seatbelt and you hold on for the ride how you feeling about it I'm feeling the exact same way. I feel that that all of these managers are essentially wild cards as well. So let's just see how this goes, Mark. And it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. With a record of one win, zero defeats. In the singles showdown league it is. Tom! The door is locked. Uh, okay, Tom. Um, I hope uh, that. Does probably... he know it's a virtual studio? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, Jen, that lock may be for his own safety. Uh, Tom, hello. Mark Ellis, Baby Carrots here. Are you aware that you're about to partake in movie trivia combat? Which part of the house are you in? I'll be near you. I checked every room. I didn't see you. Okay, Jen, it's all yours. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mark. Just throw me into the wolves. <laughs> Tom, how are you feeling going into this match day against Jader? I'm hungry. Oh, for a win. He's hungry for yes. a win. But, Tom, to get that win, you're going to have to go through Jader, the Hurricane Paramo. What have you studied about your opponent? I'm hungry for whatever isn't moving anymore. Seems like a safe way to consume food, actually. Okay, well, Tom, we're gonna put you in the waiting room. You don't have to go anywhere. We're just gonna put you, thank you. Just just, just put him in the waiting room and just let him know that nothing really has changed. Jen, I warned you, I tried. <sighs> we're in for a long day, aren't we, Ellis? Well, we are, but the fans are gonna be entertained if nothing else. And his opponent, with a record of two wins, zero defeats. Singles division of the movie trivia showdown representing the burning droves. He is Jader the Hurricane Paramo. How's it going, guys? So great to see you. 
The Hurricane. Uh, Jader, I uh, hope you're staying safe down there in Florida. It's great to have you virtually in today. We were asking Tom how he feels about going up against the Hurricane. So I do have to ask the Hurricane, how do you prepare for an entity like Tom? Uh, trust me, man. I've been trying to study his tapes, man. Shows no weakness, man. So I got to bring my best game uh, as well. Uh, I basically try to just study every type of film possible. Uh, but I've been hitting the books hard, man. I'm ready for this. What's it been like working with Kim Naxoff during this whole process? Uh, he's fantastic. You know, who doesn't want to work with Ken, you know? Um, Ken's been great. Honestly, he's he's been one of those like, hey, you need my help? Are you good? Whatever you need, he's there. Uh, he answers, is the fastest man to answer emails. It's been fantastic. Um, but overall, like I said, I've just been, I've been hitting the books. So working with Ken has been great. He'll throw me a couple questions here and there. And he's like, you're ready to go, man. You don't need me. Do what you got to do. Yeah, Jader, I think the talk on the street uh, about you being a Cinderella story has subsided just in terms of you belonging in the league. You clearly have proven your worth here. But do you think that a win over Tom today and advancing to the Elite Eight would once and for all solidify you as not only somebody that belongs in the league, but possibly a Rookie of the Year contender as one of the better players that the Schmodown has? I 100%. Uh, no disrespect to anybody that I face. No disrespect to Brittany Young or to uh, Jim Davida. They were both worthy contenders, but um, I feel that time is definitely a milestone, man. The, the man can play. Uh, again, I've been watching. I've, I'm a fan. Like I said, I keep saying this over and over and over again. Uh, so even before I was in the showdown, I was, uh, you know, I was uh, rooting for Looney, uh, Looney Bin. Didn't think I was going to end up playing the, playing the man so fast. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, again, uh, like I said last time, come whatever may, he, it, Job's not over yet, you know, and I'm going to keep going until I finish the job. All right. Well, that is Jader Prama. Jader, going to toss you in the waiting room just for a second and bring you right back. Here's Tom and Jader both back to compete in round number one. Gentlemen, you've entered the arena of cinematic virtual combat. Here are the rules for round number one. In round one, eight questions will be asked to the field by the incredible Jen Sturger. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, at least not in round number one. As soon as you hear the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil you have handy on whatever writing surface you prefer. Tom, your hands, I guess, will be just fine. I'll remind each competitor of your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. You're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself 15 more seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be utilized at any point throughout the three-round match. You may initiate the challenge, and then we'll bring your managers in, and they will confirm and ratify that a challenge is taking place. Uh, please keep your hands where you can see them. If you're not answering a question, all that good stuff. And with that, Jen... I think they're ready to go, but I do need to ask the question. So, Jader, are you ready to go? Absolutely. Uh, Tom, you ready Rot. to? Then let's get ready to showdown. All right, gentlemen, for your first question in round number one, in the category of action adventure, Mockingjay parts one and two are entries in what franchise? All right, 15 seconds. And uh, Jen, living the sweet life up there on the third floor. I wonder what oh. that's like. Well, way less footsteps, but I'm sure our downstairs neighbors love Four. Kevin when he's playing Three, around. two, one. 
Pens down. Uh, Tom, going to you first. Did you have the answer? The Hunger Games. Correct for a point. How about Jader? The Hunger Games. He got it as well. Both gentlemen off to a nice start. Fantastic, guys. Your second question in round one comes in the category of comic book movies. Question is, how many times has Christopher Reeve played Superman? Oh, I do love that question. Uh, speaking of Superman, uh, Kevin, the Wonder Dog, he's just, so, he's yours, right? Because I know you do such great work adopting and, and kind of like- True story. Life. True story though, Mark. Like three weeks after I had him and I brought him into the studio multiple times, Christian goes, yeah, is Kevin still up for adoption? I'm like, he's my dog. One, ten down. <laughs> you should get a dog. Uh, Jader, <laughs> over to you first. Four. That is correct. And Tom, you're holding up numbers, but let's see if you got the answer. Four. He does have the answer. Two to two, and they're feeling it so far. All right, moving along, gentlemen. Your third question in round number one comes in the category of dramas. Alfonso Cuaron directed this 2018 film about a maid living in Mexico City during the 1970s. You know, Jen, you, you've housed a number of different animals, but you just wonder what Tom would do in your apartment. Would he work with the cats? Would he hang with Kevin? What do you think? I'm afraid it would be like a fast food joint in here, for being completely honest, Mark. Five, four. Tom, honey, don't eat your hand. Three, <laughs> oh, two, no. one. Pens down. Tom, uh, go into you first. Take your hand out of your mouth and the answer. Roma. There you go, buddy. And how about Jader? Roma. He had it too. He got two perfect rounds after three questions. All right, guys. Going into your fourth question, round number one, comes in the category of directors. Who directed the 2005 film Sin City? Saw this in the theater. One of the first films I saw when I moved to Los Angeles. Me too. I was in college, but I wasn't in Los Angeles yet. I think I was on a really bad date, if we're being completely honest, Mark. Uh, we get it. Jen's younger than me. Five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. Pens down. And we go to Jader first for this answer. Robert Rodriguez. Correct for a point. And how about Tom? Robert Rodriguez and Frank Miller and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for all the answers. Uh, he Robert didn't Rod get them all. Yeah. All right. Are you good, Mark? I'm good. I'm good. I'm hanging in. So let's let's keep this train of chugling. All right, guys. Moving along to question number five. Comes in the category of fantasy sci-fi. Who plays Trinity in the Matrix series? Uh, against all odds, we have um, per two perfect rounds going. So if these gentlemen continue it, we are going to have... Mark, 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 you don't talk about no-nos. Why? Announcers you first, of all people should know five, this. Four, Thanks, three, Mark. two, one. Pens down. Tom, back to you for the answer. Carrie Ann Moss. Correct for a point. Did Jader have it? Carrie Ann Moss. They're still perfect, Jen. Despite you trying to jinx them. <laughs> All right, guys, your sixth question of round number one comes in the category of comedies. Pause uh -huh. for laughter. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right, guys. Ha! Uh -huh. Which well comedian starred in the 2010s comedy Think Like a Man, About Last Night, and Get Hard? 
Okay, so Pat Summerall did my favorite announcer curse because in 98, Gary Anderson, he said he was automatic from this range. He missed the kick and the Vikings don't go to the Super Bowl. Heartbreaker. But so on brand for the Vikings, if we're being honest, Mark. Four, especially <laughs> Three, two, one. Pens down, gentlemen. Uh, Jader, going to you first. What do you have? Kevin Hart. He's still perfect, Tom. Over to you. Will Ferrell. That is incorrect. He did star in Get Hard, though, but uh, that is not the correct answer. So he did all three, unfortunately. Blood here, Jen, and he still has a perfect round with two questions left. Great. Question number seven in round number one comes in the category of horror thriller. Which actor stars in a dual role in the psychological thriller Enemy? Mm-hmm. That, I am that, looking I, forward to Halloween coming up, even though we aren't going to get like a real Halloween. At least we'll get to watch all those scary movies, right? I know you're big Universal Horror Nights, and I'm just not that person at all. Yeah. Why? Four. I got to count down. Three. Can't explain. You're scary Two. cat. All right. One. Ben's down. Tom, going to you first. Jake Gyllenhaal. Correct. He's back on the right answering train. Does Jader have it? Jake Gyllenhaal. He does. And so it is seven to six, Jen. What and the scenario burner. The final category of round number one is going to be in the world of animated movies. And if Jader gets it right, he could have a really good round. And a shot at a bonus. So, all right, guys, your number eight question, your final question in round number one comes in the category of animated. What 2007 animated film involves a boy named Lewis? a brilliant inventor who ends up time traveling to the future. I, I didn't want to say the P word because you reprimanded me, so I said a really good round. So, but Tom's having a really good round oh. too. So I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Four, everything I learned about announcing is wrong. Three, two, <laughs> one, pens down. Jader, for a perfect round. Meet the Robinsons. Oh boy, that is unfortunately correct for a perfect round. Oh, wow. wow. Why'd you and psych Tom, him out like that? Meet the, the Robinsons last time. <laughs> he did. And so Tom has Meet the Robinsons just a hair off wow. that perfect round. But now Jader has a chance to take a two point lead into round two if he can get the bonus question. Jader, this question is just to you, so you don't have to write it down. You just give us the answer within 15 seconds. And Jen is going to be administering it for a point. Okay. All right, Jader, here is your bonus question. Who plays the lead role of Frank Drebin in The Naked Gun from the Files of the Police Squad? That's Leslie Nielsen. Correct for a point. I pray to God if there's ever an answer to Naked Gun, we don't have to say from the Files of Police Squad, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And Jader Paramo, the Hurricane, has a perfect round one and takes a nine to seven lead into round number two. Jen, thoughts on what we just saw? Both gentlemen, very different intros and personalities, but both stellar competitors here early on. Well, I think it was a stellar round by both of them. You know, if Tom hadn't missed that one, he potentially could have gotten the bonus as well. So it's still a very, very tight game. And I think it's anyone's game going into the second round because we all know the wheel determines your fate a lot of times in these matches. It is destiny, it is justice, and it is the wheel that is going to be spun for round at number two. Here are the rules. Each competitor gets a spin at that thar wheel. Once you settle on a category, four questions will be asked in that particular genre. Each question is worth two points. There is no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, ask us for multiple choice. 
four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one. So Tom with a stellar seven point round number one, but he does find himself trailing the perfect Jader Paramo. And now we bring in the managers of each squad. Come on in here. There is Ben Napsok. There is Kate Mulligan and Grace Hancock. So Jader, you have the first decision to make in round number two. Would you like to defer to your opponent or would you like to spin the wheel first? You get 60 seconds to talk that decision over with Ken Napsok right now. All right, Jada, remember what we talked about with that court-appointed mediator for our hour-long meeting in the park. I always say put the pressure on is it, it, better. Spin, get it over with, get in there, make put the pressure on them. But don't believe the hype of your own perfect first round. Tom is dangerous. Tom is dangerous, so I don't want you to sit back and be comfortable, but what is your heart telling you? You tell me. Uh, I'm going to defer. Going to defer. Okay. okay. Yeah. I trust you. Do it. Yeah. All right, so Jader defers, and now Tom is going to get a spin of the wheel. Before he does that, he has 60 seconds to talk it over with his managerial team from the den. It's all yours. Okay, I'm just going to lay out some facts here, first of all, and no one can edit this out because this is us talking. So fact number one, you were trying to challenge that, and I dropped the ball on that, and I'm real sorry, Tom. You're right, Frank, Frank Miller's part of that. I'm sorry about that. I dropped the ball. Secondly, you were talking with me in the private chat about how I should have challenged it. And guess what? Then you didn't hear that question. So those are facts. Here's another fact. You can still pull out of this if I just stay out of your way. So you, buddy, get to do whatever you want to do, and you're doing great, and I'm really sorry about what's already happened. Will the wheel fit in my mouth? Okay, Tom. No, you know Tom. What? No. no. Tom, okay, all right, here we go. Let's try this one. Um, 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 a guy made of thumbtacks. Okay, I think I got his, I think I got his attention. Okay, Tom. Where is he? Okay, Tom, uh, we can do this, buddy. Let's spin yeah. that wheel, Tommy. 10 seconds here. Okay, here comes the wheel. And uh, uh, Tom, you want to just think real hard and start spinning it? Yeah, from the wheel, not the pegs, mentally. <laughs> Good oh, job, buddy. Tom. I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, wow. This is like when I put my cats in front of the YouTube channel that has birds on it. It is comedic legend Eddie Murphy. So, Tom, would you like to have Eddie Murphy or would you like to spin again? Uh, Tom, do you, yeah. have you heard of Eddie Murphy before? Yes. Okay. So, do you feel like are there worse things on that wheel that could get you? Yes. Okay. So, you want to stay with Eddie Murphy? Yes. Excellent. Okay. Seems like... Love it. He's going to stay with it. And so we bring back Jader Paramo and Tom. They are settled and ready to go. Uh, once again, Jader can steal only if Tom misses a question. Tom, you have the option of multiple choice. All three JTE rules remain. So here we go, Tom. I'll be asking you your Eddie Murphy questions for two points. Who co-stars with Eddie Murphy as Robert K. Bowfinger in 1999's Bowfinger? Steve Martin. Two points, and we're tied at the top. Nine points apiece. Move on to the next question. Who directed Eddie Murphy in the Rudy Ray Moore biopic, Dolomite Is My Name? Multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Frank Oz, B, Eddie Murphy, C, Bruce Beresford, or D, Craig Brewer? D. D is correct, and he's got 
the lead over Jader Paramo for the moment as we move on to his next question and your query. Tom, Eddie Murphy plays Chandler Gerald, who is informed that he is the chosen one in what 1986 film? The Golden Child. That is correct for two more points, and it seems to be a good move that he stayed with this category, Jen. Absolutely. Jader's just nodding emphatically. <laughs> really spoiling the suspense on these answers. <laughs> All right, and here comes Tom's last question in the world of Eddie Murphy movies for two more points. Who voices King Harold, Fiona's father, in Shrek 2? Is that the best Shrek? They're all good. Multiple choice. Is it A, Rupert Everett, B, Antonio Banderas, C, John Cleese, or D, John Lithgow? John Cleese. That is correct for another point. And ladies and gentlemen, all of a sudden, Tom is storming back, surviving that perfect round by Jada Barambo. And now he posts a four-point lead all on his own, 13 to 9. And so we'll drop Tom out, and we'll bring in Jada and his manager, Ken Knapsack, to talk over strategy for 60 seconds. Go ahead. Jader, I don't have any words of wisdom to say because you don't need them. You are well-practiced, well-researched, and this is your moment. Like I said, don't believe your own hype. Take every question as a challenge to prove what you already know about yourself, all right? And also, let's wrap this up because Grace and I are going to go McFlurries, uh, get McFlurries with uh, in my Mustang with the top down. So just get through it, all right? I get the W. You get you got me one? You yeah. can get me one? M&M's, yeah. You're the man. Thank you. All right, then. Here comes the wheel, and the spin is in. As soon as Jader thinks really hard. Well, it already happened. Yeah. Right by us there. All right. Well, it's not going to be Eddie Murphy's twice, so it's 80s. That is, I believe, the 1980s, Jen. So, Jader, Ken, how do we feel about that decade? Look, it was uh, not the decade I was born in, Jader, but it was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the one I was born in. Um, let's let's spin again. Okay. Wants to All right. three mulligan. And that's the thing about like slices like the eighties, they just tend to be really broad categories that sometimes younger competitors want to get away from. If every movie in the nineteen eighties is at bay, and that is gonna be opponent's choice. Oh no, he flew a little too close to the sun there, and so now we bring back Grace, Kate, and Tom, and it looks like it's coming up. The Den in round number two. So, ladies and gentlemen, which category do you want to saddle Jader the Hurricane Brahma with? Probably. I mean, I listen, he just spun away from the 80s. So. He's scared of the 80s. Okay. Okay. Is that the final answer? Well, how do you want it said, Mark? Give us the script. What do you want us to say? We both just said the 80s. What more clarification do you need, pal? Just, I just want some sort of confirmation. I think I just Grace, you say, Grace, you say the 80s now. See if he listens to you. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, we're going to go with the 80s. Mark. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go with the 80s. Selected the 1980s for their two-point question each. Look what you did, Mark. You got everyone up at arms. In round number two. And it's, hey, I'm running the ship without Christian, and it all goes to We're all turning this car around. We're damn just it. bailing water out of this thing at this point. Jen, while I compose myself, you will be administering the questions to Jader for the 1980s. All right, guys, let's get this started. In the category of 80s, Jader, here's your first question Who directed the 1984 film Starman? 
Multiple choice. Multiple choice. Is it A, Peter Hyams, B, George Miller, C, John Carpenter, or D, Joe Dante? D. That is incorrect. So for one point steal opportunity, the question and options will be re-asked to Tom. All right, Tom, who directed the 1984 film Starman? Is it A, Peter Hyams, B, George Miller, C, John Carpenter, or D, Joe Dante? John Carpenter. That is correct for a huge one-point steal, and it's now a five-point advantage for Tom. And Jen Jader now has to get every question correct right off the bat to get a lead going into round three. All right, Jader, moving on to your next question. In The Terminator, from what year did The Terminator travel back in time to kill Sarah Connor? Multiple choice. I I need to hear it. All right. Is it A, 2025, B, 2029, C, 2035, or D, 2039? Is it B? That is correct. He got it. And that's a big answer. Tom's not a lot. Huge answer. Four point game here. And two questions left. Absolutely. Moving along to the next question. In The Princess Bride, who plays Inigo Montoya? Multiple choice. Is it A, Chris Sarandon, B, Peter Cook, C, Mandy Patikin, D, Christopher Guest? B. Is incorrect. So once again, Tom is going to have the option to steal. He's going to hear the question and options. All right, Tom, ready? It's in The Princess Bride, who plays Inigo Montoya? Is it A, Chris Sarandon, B, Peter Cook, C, Mandy Patinkin, or D, Christopher Guest? Mandy Patinkin. That is correct for another huge Huge steal. steal. Five-point game here, 15 to 10, and one question remains in the world of the 1980s for Jader. All right, Jader, your final question in the category of 1980s. What is the profession of Mel Gibson's character in the 1983 war drama, The Year of Living Dangerously? Multiple choice. Is it A, photographer, B, pilot, C, doctor, or D, reporter? Uh, Repeat the multiple choice one more time, please. All right. Is it A, photographer, B, pilot, C, doctor, or D, reporter? Photographer. Unfortunately incorrect. And so, Tom, once again, you're going to hear the question and the options for another big one-point steal. Tom, for the one-point steal, what is the profession of Mel Gibson's character in the 1983 war drama, The Year of Living Dangerously? Is it A, photographer, B, pilot, C, doctor, or D, reporter? 
reporter. Another huge steal in one of the best round twos that we've seen a competitor have in this tournament, Jen. And so Tom now with a 16 to 10 lead, completely flipping the tables on Jader Parama, who got saddled with opponent's choice. Tom stuck him with 1980s, and that is the result. So it's a six point lead for Tom as we head into round number three. So we'll bring the managerial teams back in for the reading of the rules for round number three, and they are as such. Each competitor is going to give us a series of numbers. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. You may not pick the same numbers as your opponents. Each number corresponds to a different category of movie trivia, schmodown, and goodness. Your first question is worth two points. Your next one is worth three points. And your last one is worth five of the potentially biggest points of your tournament. So because Tom now has a six-point lead heading into round number three, Tom, you're going to give us your three numbers first. So from 1 to 20, what feels lucky? Two. That okay, counts. so he's gonna need a couple more. Three. Oh boy. <laughs> Seven. Oh, oh, that's actually how he counts. So that's great. <laughs> he, uh, he did it. And uh, Jader, your numbers to counter. Um. Let's go with uh, thirteen, eighteen, and. Six. All right, so the numbers are in, and now we're going to have the managers consult with their competitors. So up first, it's going to be Tom getting to talk to both Kate and Grace. 60 seconds are all yours. Okay. Uh, hey, Tom, look, it's a hollowed-out bear. Good boy. Over here, Sleeping buddy. him? Okay. Tom, I'm glad we got your attention. Uh, you're doing great, buddy. Listen, your worst enemy turns out it's me, and I'm out of the way now, pal. Okay, so you just keep doing what you're doing, and we're gonna win this thing. Why would you, know you do that to me? Okay, I didn't mean to do that to you. Okay, I did not. Where's the bear? Oh, that's what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about how I messed up your entire first round. You were talking about the bear. Listen, if you win this thing, I will hollow out a bear with my own teeth and send it to you, buddy, okay? Can I come? Okay. Yes. <sighs> Keep doing what you're doing. This is great. Oh, is right. it? <laughs> Got about five seconds, four, three, two. Well, okay, and that is 60 seconds for Tom. Quite the uh, the pep talk and the receipt from Tom. And now Ken Knapsack is going to talk to Jader for the same allotted time. Ken, it's all yours. Jader, you cannot change what cannot be changed. It's not your fault that, unlike me, you weren't born when Eisenhower was president and therefore you lived the 80s. Move past it. We're still here. Perfect, perfect, uh, three perfect answers here. You got 10 points. You're in the lead. You already picked... Dan Marino's number, so you're on the right path. Be within yourself. Be present. Don't look behind you. Only look forward. Thanks, boss. All right. Inspiring words, as always, from Ken Napstock. And we move on to the questions for round number three. I'll be administering both sets of questions here. Jen Jader selected number 13, as Ken indicated, for his two-point question. That is Dan Marino's legendary number in Miami. Jader. For two points, to cut the lead to four, you selected the category of directors. And your question. 
Robert Zemeckis directed Steve Carell in this 2018 drama. Five, four, three. Hey, welcome to Marwin. He got it just in the nick of time for two big points. And I cut the lead to four, but we're going to stick with Jader for his three-pointer now. So, Jader, three-pointer, you said number 18. And Peyton Manning's number corresponds to Will Smith movies. Will Smith films. And your question. For three points, which Will Smith film features Lara Flynn Boyle and Johnny Knoxville as main villains? It's Men in Black 2. It is, and that is three points, and he's all of a sudden within one of Tom's lead. So he can avoid a TKO and put a lot of pressure on Tom here, Jen, if he gets this five-pointer correct. Absolutely. I, Jader, pulling for you, man. All right, well, Jader did select a category Take that a deep we breath. in round number one, but uh, it's very serious now. So I'll say comedy is the category, and Jader, five points. To avoid the TKO and to force Tom's hand. Your question. What is the name of the nightclub that Cameron Diaz performs at in 1994's The Mask? The Coco Bongo. Jader is correct, and Tom is not going to have to answer some questions. Wow. Here. Wow, that was a great pull. That was a great pull. That was uh, pretty incredible stuff there from Jada. Let's see if Tom can answer. So, Tom, you selected number two for your two-point question. And that is going to correspond to the category of crime movies. And your question. Two points and to pull to within two of Jader's lead. Who plays the hot-headed gangster Nicky Santoro in Martin Scorsese's Casino? Joe Pesci. He's cut the lead in half to two. And Jen, it's a three-point question coming at Tom. And if he gets it right, he will advance to the Elite Eight of the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament. Absolutely. And then if he misses, he goes to his five-pointer, obviously. He certainly does. He's going to have one backup question. That's going to be a tough one. So you selected number three, Tom. According to your manager, that's how you count. Seems right to me. For your three-point question. Homeschooling's Dr. hard, Mark. Homeschooling's hard. <laughs> We're all doing it. <laughs> Tom, your category is thriller. Thriller movies for the win. And your question. Who played Michael Douglas's wife? in Fatal Attraction. Ann Archer. And your winner! Advancing to round three of the Ultimate Showdown Tournament, Tom! All Do right, so the bear now? What's bear, you're gonna get the bear, buddy. You're gonna get the hollowed out bear. You're gonna get it, buddy. <laughs> The 21 oh. to 20 victory. You know what? Tom, you motivate your players any way you can. 
You know, Mark, when you're a coach, that's what you got to do. You really do. And and we do start with the coaches here. Kate, I, I know it seems like you were really beating yourself up after round one. And I think I speak for a lot of the fans where you may be, once again, being a little too hard on yourself. Is oh, there a no, side relief I'm, now? I'm the, I'm a, no, I'm, listen, it, the, the bottom line is I don't care if Tom wins or loses. I don't want him to look bad. And I made him look bad. That's the thing. So for me, I don't, yeah, it's great he won. That's what we want, right? But I don't want him to look bad in the process. And the fact that I'm talking to him and he misses something that he definitely knew and then he doesn't get a perfect record. Listen, that's on me. And that's not me being too hard on myself. That's me just trying to straighten the record so that Tom looks as good as he actually is. He knew Kevin Hart. I was talking to him. He wanted to challenge because he knew those other directors on Sin City. And I'm too big of an idiot to know that I should have challenged that. I didn't know if it was a, I didn't know because you guys giggled. I'm like, is this a bit? I don't know. It was, it was a lot, but now we made it through here. And so, Tom, you got to feel good about going to the Elite Eight and possibly being one win away from a Final Four appearance. I'm going to be inside a bear. Phrasing. Oh, my God. Okay, Jen, you want to try this one? Uh, oh, thanks, Mark. Just that's 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 where you leave me in this one, Tom. I, I mean, like I was talking to Kate, your manager, and and Grace, your manager. You have to be motivated, obviously, moving forward in this tournament. Uh, hopefully, you get your bear that you're looking for. Maybe not, because uh, we don't have those Peter rights. I don't know what the hell is going on in this post interview at this point. Um, but Tom, were you a little bit nervous, obviously, after everything that happened in round one? Moving into round two, how did you guys regroup in that moment? You can spread a bear on PETA. <laughs> He's talking PITA. So tell me, I got tell me, that. Tell, yeah. me he doesn't, tell me he doesn't know a lot, you know? He knew Kevin. We go to, we go to very, very different restaurants, by the way. <laughs> sort of a, a meat spread there. Uh, Grace, final question goes to you because we were talking pre-show about the Den possibly making a magical run in this tournament and getting up to the elite level of factions. Is Tom the guy? that is going to lead you to the promised land and possibly by the end of the season competing against the top tiered factions. I mean, yeah, like I said, like there's a reason that Tom is our last singles player. He's scrappy. He's weird. He may currently right now be in the promised land. We're not sure. And that's part of the fun. And we're very much looking forward to this. Like I said, some hurricane, no pink hoodie had any effect on anything today. That was maybe a rough round one, but then look what we did after that. Like, Tom is unstoppable, just like the Den. Okay, well, the Den certainly unstoppable here today. Tom, an amazing round at number two and coming through when he needed to in the most in round number three for a 21 to 20 victory. Congratulations to the Den, Kate and Grace, and to Tom, who I'm sure does not understand. Congratulations. But we will say goodbye to them, and we do welcome in the unfortunate losers of today's match. That is Jader, the Hurricane Paramo, and Ken Knapsack of the Burning Groups. Jader, Got to start with you. You had a perfect round number one. You looked fresh. You looked ready to go. And then that wheel, just sometimes it's nice. My worst nightmare. My worst nightmare. I hate that wheel. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes you you love it. Sometimes you hate it. It just, it's one of those things. I like it when I'm watching on TV because I somehow know all the questions when when I'm watching it from my living room, not in the uh, competition. Um, I felt like... uh, he gave me literally the one slice that I did not want, you know, and that obviously you guys saw that. I now feel terrible that I should have gone with my with Ken, Ken's uh, advice, 
with um, going first. Had I gotten Eddie Murphy, I would have gotten every, I was nodding the answers like, yes, and he got it right, because I knew every single one of his questions. It was the one slice I did not want. Um, but, you know, perfect round one, perfect round three. I, you know, fought my hardest, you know, 21 to 20. I can't be mad against Tom, you know. Uh, this is the third time I literally play, so I, I'm feeling pretty great. You know, I wanted to, to come out with a W, but it is what it is. And Jader, I don't want you to beat yourself up over this. Like you said, you're, this is only your third match that you've played, and it's under these different circumstances. Uh, and yeah. I think that, if anything, I really encourage players to take this wheel round and turn it into a study guide for what they need to do going forward. So that oh. way you don't get tripped up, you know? Yeah, we got work to do. I definitely got work to do. I promise you, if I, I ever get that wheel round, I'm going to get perfect round. <laughs> Absolutely. You've had a phenomenal rookie season. You've been one of our, you've been that Rocky story, you know, like we said, plucked yeah. from a crowd. I mean, I definitely sympathize from that. Google yeah. it, guys. It's on Wikipedia. Uh, but I sympathize with that. And you're thrown into this scenario where it's like, you're learning on the fly. You're learning from in-game scenarios now, and that's stuff that just cannot be matched, especially you know when you're when we're in these new these new circumstances playing online. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And uh, again, uh, it, it's it's so great to be here. I'm still super happy to be part of it. But you know, being part of that Elite Eight was something that I was like, you know, for rookie season was here. But you know, I, I'm I gave it all I got. I really did. Um, I can't wait to 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 you know to come back. So, yeah, Ken, um, you, you got to be proud of what the Hurricane has accomplished today and this season. Perfect round here in round number one and sporting a two and one record. So what do you want to let the world know about Jader and what he means to your squad, the burning groups? Well, first of all, regarding that second round. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Jader's got to go with his heart. He's got to go with what he feels. I feel you never want to put your fate into the hands of someone else. Go first, go out of the gate, go strong. But it's not what this is about today. Uh, look, in 1995, Derek Jeter got 15 games, 48 at-bats, batted 250 for the New York Yankees. No one paid attention. 1996, he makes a squad. He goes on to the Hall of Fame. Now he owns a baseball team riddled with virus. Dreams can happen. I remember when Jennifer was watching football games in a stand. And look where she is now, a talented writer and a comic and a great value. Working from my living room, yes. <laughs> We're all doing that, Jen. We're all doing that. I don't have on pants. So <laughs> what, I, uh, what I'm what i going to take from this is Jader's not done. The future is bright, no matter if I'm his manager or not. On the other side, Tom is exactly what I thought he was, a talent. He's entertaining. He is a total package, and he answers questions like no one else he knows this stuff and he overcame a little bit of a hiccup or whatever was going on look i love kate mulligan i'm happy that that kate gets one more week off from her barista job at the donald j stevens rosemont civic center all right she doesn't have to go back to that hellhole yet one more week forward in the tournament uh grace took some shots at me uh you know i was gonna finish the laundry out there tonight maybe not so much that thrust to work out but uh, happy to be Wash here. Wash one red thing with all of her laundry. You'll never have to do it again, Ken. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Jennifer, good to see you here. Mark, good match. We're, we're heartbroken, but we move forward. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And kudos, kudos to Tom. He did it. Phenomenal job. Great sportsmanship, wow. even in defeat with Jada Paramo and Ken Knapsack for the Burning you love Group. To see yeah. it. You love to see it when two players can con congratulate each other and just work together in that regard, like, and just cheer each other on despite whether or not they won or lost. 
Yeah, and I think you see that play itself out in this match because there is a respect that Tom and, if he can use that word, and Jade are gained for each other in this match. I mean, look, you're both competing for the same thing. Unfortunately, only one can take it, but a good, good match here today. How far can Tom go in the tournament? That question remains to be answered. But, Jen, if you had to speculate, do you think Tom has the goods to run the table? I think Tom has the goods. And look, I, I really, really felt for Kate during that first round. I, I think that she always tries to do right by her players. And she's still in the process of learning how to be a manager, an effective manager in this league. And those are things that are just going to happen. You're going to stumble from time to time. But I think that Tom's willingness to play through that and to end up coming out on top speaks volumes for how far he can go in this tournament because he doesn't get rattled when he's down. I've been stumbling since I started doing this show, and I don't have any problem doing it for another 10 years, God willing, 20 years, 100 years. Who the hell knows how long I'll be around the movie trivia showdown, but I do appreciate everybody out there watching uh, all of our patrons. Shout out to you. Thanks for supporting us day in and day out around this place. Everyone watching our pay-per-views, the fans on the Facebook page, and you can listen to the Schmodown wherever you enjoy your podcast. And check out Jen and Brad breaking down all the upcoming matches, giving us a nice preview of the week to come every Monday. Jen, it was a pleasure as always to call the match with you. Where can all the folks out there find you and all the wondrous things that you're doing with other humans and more importantly, with your adorable animals? Uh, like you said, every Monday, Brad and I are going to be breaking down the upcoming matches of the week for you guys. Uh, t title TBD. We're still working it out. Uh, <laughs> it's an ongoing process. But uh, I, you can catch me Monday through Friday with my husband, Cody Decker, and our friend Eddie Pence on Swings and Misses on the Radio.com Sports Digital Network or on Twitter or Twitch. We're moving into the uh, we're moving into whatever century we're in now. I've lost count. It feels like I've been living in my apartment for years at this point. So catch us there Monday through Friday, guys. And then obviously all elite wrestling um, every Thursday. But actually, you can obviously like just check my Twitter because right now there's a lot of stuff going on right now with the playoffs and uh, we're getting moved around a little bit in the schedule. So. Hey, I don't even know what month it is. All I know is that I'm Mark Ellis for Jen Sturger and our amazing tech team behind the scenes. Thanks for making us look okay. Baby Carrots saying thanks for watching the Movie Trivia Schmodown. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.